I'm Brian. This is Mike. And you're listening to... Hey, look at that. Look what happens when you record both people at the same time. <laughs> Welcome back to Hamburger Robot. Uh, through some technical difficulties, we were now having some flashback conversations. Oh, we uh, flashbacks. <laughs> we time traveled. <laughs> you see that? I was in my body. Mikey was not in his body. Correct. Now he's back in his body. Hey, where'd you go, buddy? Well, <laughs> I think I'm going back to the beginning. <laughs> I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. All right. We're going to talk about practical effects. We're going to talk about practical effects. Do you want to spin the wheel? Uh, or we just go with practical effects? No, we're going to go with practical effects, man. All right, because uh, I, have, I have the topics for the wheel. Are we going to put them in the hat? <laughs> yeah, we might, have, we might have to put them in a hat. Our wheel's wheel. busted. <laughs> we have the wheel of misfortune, and it's broken. Because... Why don't you just be honest and say you forgot the wheel? I forgot the wheel. All right. All right. Okay, Moving so on. we'll talk about practical effects. Now, we're going to break this down, in my opinion, practical effects. When everybody says, hey, what's the best practical effect, blah, 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 it's all about horror movies and sci-fi. Yeah, why me. do people care about practical effects? Um, just the realism, I guess. I mean, uh, looking at it and C- seeing There's it. so much CGI right now, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like, uh, it, it's, and, and sometimes CGI is done really well. Yeah. And then what's horrible about like a CGI movie is sometimes it's like, it's done really good. And then like, there's that one moment you go, wait a second, that's a cartoon. Yeah, I'm watching you a know? cartoon, like the yeah. entire uh, Star Wars prequel trilogy, right? Unfortunately, yeah, correct. Yes. Unfortunately, there's also times when practical effects, you go, look at that sack of yogurt. Yeah. That just exploded. Did you see the movie The Stuff? I love The Stuff. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> is, yeah. Is it eating you or are you eating it? Man, I was I was going to bring that up actually oh, with one God. of my with one of my practical effects uh comparisons. Well, what I really want to what, what I really love to to do here cuz you have this wealth of knowledge that um I'm I'm getting on the cusp of I really want to re uh visit actually not revisit but visit some of these old 80s cult movies and I think okay. practical effects is is a great place to start because yeah the CGI these days it just it it's it's terrible. Now my <laughs> my recollection of some of these movies is not going to be great. Yeah. Well, and my opinion is also not going to be great on some of them. Yeah, what's because, your opinion? Yeah, it's our opinions exactly. But no, uh, it's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, I'm going to recommend them no matter what even if they're to. horrible I'm going to recommend some of these movies. Yeah. And we'll start off with what do you think, in your in your opinion, uh, what's the most iconic practical effects scene for you? For me, yeah. Okay, well, it's not it's not by choice. Not by it's, choice. It's not because I like it. It's not because uh, it's good. But <laughs> I need to. I really have to back up a little bit when I describe this because I don't want anyone to get the wrong opinion of me or this show or this conversation even. But there's a movie called Society. Have you seen that? <laughs> okay, that is a classic. That's right. what, that's the first one that comes to your mind. though, Society. Well, not on purpose. Not like, on purpose. It's just when you said, "What's what's a you know?" I'm thinking a grandiose practical. Is effects. that iconic to you though? Uh, uh, it's it's not iconic because no one's seen it. But it's just oh it's, it, oh it, it's that's what I in my opinion. If you were anything about horror and, and going you know growing up at that at that time frame. Society was like this. It was a taboo movie. I could never find it. I, I didn't like, want to. Yeah, well, I I did. I I was like, give me that. And it was, that's a Brian Usna film. Brian Usna is a great director. Uh, uh, good can effects I, guy. Can I preface this though? Yeah. I, again, I want to I want to clear myself of all um, ties to this movie. Okay. <laughs> I I saw. Uh, I'm going to mention another one real quick, and we'll talk about it later. But I was looking for. Pre- pre- Practical effects because I was getting so sick of CGI, and I saw some something that recommended like 1080s best practical effects deaths. 
um, or over the top <laughs> deaths or something. One of them was Basket Case Three, where a guy gets strangled and his eyeballs pop out. And his, wonderful, and, wonderful trilogy of movies. Yeah, it's the stupidest looking puppet face ever. And I was yeah, like, it's that, Belial, man. I love Belial. Well, he was choking like a security guard or something. <laughs> yeah, and it looked so stupid. And I was like, I have to see that. Isn't that the Progeny? Is that what that one is? Uh, Basket Case Three: The Progeny. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a subtitle, man. Yeah, well, good luck, because I, I, I can remember the title of the movie. That, that's that, that's about it, not the subtitle. So the you 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 saw you were looking. Well, at... I saw that, uh-huh. and then I saw I was looking. Okay, cool. This this is a weird type of movie. I want to see weird stuff like this that people <laughs> were into in the eighties. And I saw pictures. Society. It was just a bunch of like flesh. You it's know? a flesh orgy. Is what they, yeah. It, it's what it's, a, it's I don't even referred wanna, to as that. Don't refer to it like that again. <laughs> it is. It, that's what it's it referred to. It was a to. bunch. It looked like uh, if you were making like action figures out of Play-Doh, okay, and you just had one <laughs> giant pancake and you're just starting to mold little figurines out of it. It looked like um, uh, it's a Castlevania villain. Uh, it's just giant ball of bodies here. What's this thing called? Legion. Oh yeah. This is a villain you fight in Castlevania. It's just a, a a giant ball of corpses, and that's what I saw. And I was like, in in the in the video game, I was like, that looks cool. In this movie, not <laughs> there's so a society cool. video game. What? What? Uh, yeah. No, that was that's as close as they get. It's basically Play Doh Fun Factory, the movie. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's a or silly putty when you stretch it out. Oh god. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk Basket Case. From what I remember, Basket Case, I'll give you the breakdown of, of the basic part of the movie. Okay. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the main guy's name. Uh, I think his real name is like Kevin Van, whatever, whatever. Who cares? Look it up. IMDb it, guys. Okay. Uh, basket case. Spoiler alerts abound. You say Dude. guys plural, like there's two people listening. Well, there's <laughs> hey hey each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got the guy from Basket Case. He's got a a twin brother. It's a misformed twin hanging off his side, kind of like uh, Quaid in um. Total Recall. There you go. There you we go. should have started with Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll start over here. Reset. So, Hard reset. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Belial is the, the twin's name, and mm-hmm. they cut him off when he's a baby, and then somehow he doesn't die or whatever. They put him and, in a picnic basket. And, and then his brother puts him in a picnic basket. With some lettuce. So and eat. yeah, he's not a manatee. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so the whole premise of the movie is that he wants to take Belial around to kill the doctors who separated him because there's like some separation anxiety. I get it. Whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. And then at one point in time, Belial gets kind of jealous because the guy gets a date. And then he goes, he sneaks out and starts killing people. And then he sneaks out into the girlfriend's room and does some Belial stuff with her. Mm -hmm. All right. So that one ends. uh, I I think the regular dude gets like jumps off a building or is thrown off a building, whatever. Okay, yeah. Like... Yeah, I remember that. The they roof were like of a on a, house, on a yeah. um, fire escape. And he falls off and yeah. lands on a sidewalk, and like that's the end. Yeah, because I think he lands on Belial. Yeah, and then like yeah. thirty-seven years later, they decide to make the sequel <laughs> that takes place right after that. Like, yeah, he Basket stands up. Too. He stands up, and brushes himself off. Yeah. And he's thirty-seven years older, and they're like, okay, we're still going. This is, and then, this is the same day. And then it's like it's it's still horror centric with the puppetry and and some good effects. Now you had a guy that had like a moon head. That's Basket Case. Three. No, that's two and three. Is it two and three? I think so. I, know, I think three. They go to like a, like a, uh, like a circus or something. Right? Two, like and, a, two and two and three. hand guy. Yeah, two and three was like uh, they go to Charles Xavier's house for the puppet people. For, yeah, uh, and, and then so three is when he has a baby. Okay. There's a Belial baby because there's a girl Belial. Of course. They look exactly the same. That makes sense. But with like a pink bow or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like like Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man. A super meat boy and, yeah. and bandage girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but Basket Case, uh, that was a good one uh, for practical effects. It was uh, it was dirty. It was um, uh, 
still. If but you, what's the one you just you mentioned? Uh, the Schwarzenegger one again? Oh, Total, Total Recall. Total Recall. That yeah. was yeah. There's an iconic scene there of him taking his face off uh, or his mask off on Mars, right, or wherever he was. Oh yeah, where his eyeballs pop out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's cool. also the uh, when he's um, dressed as the tourist woman. He's like, get ready for a big surprise, and his like face opens up, and he has the bomb in his hand. Yeah. And that was a good part. Then you know, Quaid is sticking off that guy's body. Yeah. Uh, no, was it Quaid or was it like Quad Quado or something? Quado or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Qu- he is Quaid. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, Quat. Nah. That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a cool movie. That, that's one of those, you know, Schwarzenegger movies. Um, which one should you go back and watch? Didn't you? You're a fan of the Running Man, is that right? I love the Running Man. Yeah, uh, I love Predator. Yep. I loved uh, pretty much any Schwarzenegger movie in the '80s was great. Raw Deal, Command, Not- Commando. I love Commando. Yeah, Commando. Yeah, that awesome steam, Bennett. It's just uh, I don't think I've really. seen that one. That's a that one is like all one liners and just over the top. Commando, cheesy eighties. It's action, man. He's, action, uh, right? It's yeah. It's he, Alyssa Milano is his daughter, and she gets kidnapped, and then he has to go f- save her from his buddy. That he was we should do an with. entire show of Alyssa Milano movies, eh. starting with Double Dragon and ending with Double Dragon. Um, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. The original Conan. It's Barbarian or Destroyer. Well, Barbarian, All right, amazing film. Destroyer, it, terrible. Yes, leave the room but, before I say something bad. Right, but now if, if, if we're trying to recommend this to uh, people, people today that don't didn't watch, watch it back the then, Jason Momoa Conan, that's for sure. Yeah, is that terrible? Terrible. But like the original Conan, it, like I said, it's it's a it's good, but it plods on. I mean, well, much like any Barbarian movie of the of the eighties, you had what did you have? You had Muscle-bound dude, yeah, fantastical villain, and naked women, yeah, you know, Deathstalker so, too, yeah, Deathstalker too. There's exactly. a there's a wrestling match in Deathstalker too. <laughs> he gets to like a village of women, <laughs> yeah. right? A village yeah. of women, yeah, and yeah, Big Bertha is like the champion, and there's a wrestling right? ring, yeah. and he has a tag team match. Or then, uh, then there was like there's a barbarian movie with like um there was two bodybuilding twins back in the eighties. God, I, I wish I could remember. I think it was called the Barbarians or something like that. Okay, Barbarian Twins, and they're but they're like super short, but just like jacked. Same same thing, you know. Let's walk around and have a fantastical villain, and you know, a lot of naked chicks running around. So it's but now, like I said, the first Conan. I mean, it's what two hours or two hours yeah. plus. Are we still on the practical effects part of this, or is it because that had a good one in it? Uh, the, uh, James, James Earl Jones, Jones turning into a snake. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was more. It was probably stop motion, though, right? It was or, or claymation? I think so. But yeah, like the second movie was a lot more '80s cheese camp. Like they had each character had a special ability or a gimmick. Yeah, so, yeah. The jewel thief. The you know. Uh, yeah. To me, the second Conan the Destroyer was like kind of like a. It's cheesy. A, it's a, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Car- yeah, it's a cartoon version of the of the movie. Yeah, it's like Ghostbusters two and Ghostbusters one. Yeah. So. Yeah, but if you loved them, you still loved them. Yeah, you still loved it. You know. Uh, Iconic to me, an iconic practical effects movie, the entire movie, but especially the the ending is Jeff Goldblum and The Fly. Yeah, okay. I love The Fly. I, I just uh, it's a great movie to me. Um, it when you watch it, it does it kind of plods along in some spots, but then before you know it, it's like whoa, it's over, you know. And it's got uh, some classic scenes like when he uh, it's the the, it, the the whole body transformation, and we could do like a we can do. Body horror movies later on, but the, the fly body horror. Yeah, okay. the, the, the look of body horror. You'll, no, I don't, you'll be. I don't want to. Society is no. definitely part of body horror. Don't tell me. <laughs> but in the fly, I mean, you've seen the fly, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, this the 
his body transformation is great when he's like putting his pieces of himself in the jars in the in the in the medicine cabinet. But the the ending when he does his little fly vomit and melts that guy's hand, and then he melts the guy's leg, mm. and then you're like, man, that fly is badass, right? And then when he drags Gina Davis over and tries to get everybody, you know, the, the super all three together, Brundlefly. And he comes out because he fuses with the pod. And then, like, the whole time, you're like, man, he's just a monster. And at the very end, when he puts a shotgun into his own dome, you're like, oh, he's a sad monster. I lo- sad monster movies on the next Amber Robot. <laughs> but, man, that is a great movie. Then they screwed it up with a sequel, Fly 2. Horrible. What was the sequel? Uh, it's, it takes uh, place right afterwards. 37 years later, they film him taking the shotgun out of his mouth and be like, oh, good no, thing I missed my brain. No, his son, oh, um, okay, good. 20, so. 20 years later, as a matter of fact, his son is now alive. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it starts off, It does, that has a good scene in the beginning, though. It starts off with a, uh, or was that the original one where she has the, she gives birth to the maggot? I'm not. I think it's the first one. I'm not going to be able to help you. I don't remember. Uh, I remember seeing it, but. Uh, Eric Stoltz is in the fly, too, by the oh, way. Oh, the Back to the Future guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 guy in the uh in the in the malt shop that punches Biff, right? Uh I believe so, yeah. yeah. Eric Stoltz. Okay. Um, I know who you're talking about now. Wasn't he also in, in Mask? Oh you ever gosh. seen Mask? That's Mask. got good practical effects. Mask with Crusaders. Yeah, I know. Um, Cher and um Sam Elliott. Mask is a great movie. I love movie. I love that movie. Rocket Dennis. Uh iconic death scene, practical effects, scanners. I've not seen that. You never, you know the scene I'm talking about, though. Though I've heard Garth from Wayne's World talk about it. So is basically, that the, is that the thing? Is that what we're talking about? Like a head explodes. Yeah, yeah you get scanned. Yeah, scanners. Uh, again, shoddy memory here. Yeah. I was clean. <laughs> these are the best types of memories. These. Uh, Let's recommend something that we remember that we think was good. Scanners, but we can't tell you anything about it. Scanners. Uh, I think it's a Cronenberg film, isn't it? I don't know what you just said, but David Cronenberg. Who's did that? scanners? You know who David Cronenberg is? No, I'll come into it. He's a great director. I'll come back to him in a second. All right. As an actor, though, in okay. a in a movie, I absolutely love. Okay. Because I can segue into two and three, and I know about these movies. So. All right, that sounds good. But scanners, and they had good practical effects. But scanners, uh, you have like this. Uh, I think Michael Ironside is in it, and you have this mental ability where you can you know, basically blow somebody's head up by thinking about it hard enough. And then you like a scanner fight, but there's a scene where there's like dudes at a, a desk and he starts doing like the, ah, you know, freaking out mm-hmm. and, you know, his veins are popping out and then his head just blows apart. And the way they did that, I, for a call, you know, cause like I said, I, I try to study the, the whole thing about wanting to be a effects guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like a, you know, a, a prosthetic head on a guy who was standing there because he still had to move the arms. Mm-hmm. So kind of like when they do those those dogs where they, you know, the dogs are sitting there and they have the people's arms in front of them. Like, oh, this dog's cooking like food. Like keyboard cat. Yeah, a keyboard cat. Okay. So like, I guess there's a guy and he was hunched down and his arms are still there with a prosthetic head on him. And behind, it wasn't like, oh, let's put a, let's put a, uh, you know, a um, an explosive in the head. There was a dude crouched down with a, sh- a double barrel shotgun. Okay. Like resting on this other guy's head to blow the head apart. That's what I mean. That's like the the rumors I think I've heard. But wow, it was achieved through blowing, you know, shooting a a prosthetic head with this shotgun, which is an amazing effect, by the way. Yeah, that's weird. I I would think that's why CGI was invented, probably. Yeah, but this is like nineteen eighty five <laughs> or six or something. Like that. Maybe yeah. maybe even earlier. Maybe eighty one. Uh. Hit me with another one, man. Hit me, hit, practical effect me. Well, um, 
We do recommend all these movies, though, even if they're horrible. Watch them. Enjoy yeah. them. Well, th- that's just the thing. Like I said, I, I was just, I look for these most ridiculous effects I can are, find. Are then... you familiar with Peter Jackson's early movies? Yes. Bad yes, Taste? Yeah. Uh, Bad Taste is a horrible movie. Disgusting movie. Watch it. <laughs> and then. Um... Meet the Feebles? No. Oh, <laughs> we'll go to Dead, Dead Alive first. You seen Dead Alive? Dead Alive, I've seen. I, I, Dead Alive only, has an amazing, amazing uh, lawnmower, scene. lawnmower scene. That's all uh, I remember from that. Watch that movie because uh, I was an Evil Dead fan. Um, yes, but again, the the comedy Evil Dead, not the you know trying to be a, a grotesque horror movie and using well, paint and stuff as your blood. Dead Alive has a lot of comedy in it too. Uh, but then he did Meet the Feebles, which is a um, they're puppets, a puppet show. Of disgustingness. Okay. Horrible, horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> but you should watch it. <laughs> Great. Just just go in with an with an open mind. Let's let's, let's recommend some uh, some good practical effects movies. Uh, well, the the nineteen eighty eight Kevin Dillon the Blob. Oh God. Okay. Yes. Love that one. I love that movie. The, the yes. Blob it was. I I, I like the original one, but then you know. It was a black and white. You're like, man, the blah, blah. Well, this is what happened. I, I looked up 80s cult movies uh, with the practical effects and stuff. And, and, you know, I'd see a little taste of them on YouTube or, or just still shots or whatever. When I watched The Blob at the end of that movie, I was like, I liked that a lot. That was, that was good. And I, these are recent. I watched them in the, you know, 20 teens, you know, so not too long ago. And they, they held up. And, of course, there's a certain cheese factor to them. They're still, they're fun movies to watch. That one I remember being very happy watching it. I watched another one called Terror Vision. <laughs> you know that one? I mean, I, I'm, I'm familiar with it. That's, I don't remember it, but... That's uh, basically like some alien planet. They have a, a prisoner or you know a criminal alien locked up, and they shoot him through microwaves to Earth, and he goes into someone's TV set. And so the kid, <laughs> kid's staying home, getting babysat by his grandpa or something, and starts changing the channels, and the alien overtakes whatever he's watching on tv or some goofiness like that and ends up coming out of the tv in different forms and just crazy just a bunch of weird body shapes and puppetry and nonsense <laughs> and stupid looking faces um but, i i have terror vision man that's yeah a, um so good practical effects when you know, of course the evil dead had some good practical effects they're a little over the top well here's you know. one that i, that I want to mention because i was just thinking like last ditch effort before uh before we started this I think Gremlins. That's a great. Yeah, I mean it's a, a it's one. a good puppet movie. Yeah, you know it's a, it's a great puppet movie. I like the um, and you forget they're puppets when you're watching. I do anyway. Well, I mean because they're they're terrible little demons. Yeah, and I I I will uh, <laughs> even though it was more comedic. I did like the sequel to that one too. Gremlins two was great. It was good. Opinion. It's it's got some funny parts. Yeah, uh, it's a little little silly, but it's still got some funny parts. So, uh, did you see it in the theater or did you rent it? Well, I think I saw the first Gremlins on TV. Uh, Christmas movie. Um, is it a Christmas movie? It is a Christmas movie, uh-huh. yes. We can, we can do a, a list of Christmas movies. Gremlins I to, is definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, at work, I, uh, I had to Photoshop people's faces onto movie posters for our Christmas tree as ornaments. Mm-hmm. So I kind of ran out of Christmas movies really quick. And then I started grasping at, you know, your your Die Hard. Silent Night, Daily Night 4. Yeah. You, you got Die Hard, <laughs> Gremlins. uh Whatever else I could come up with, but Grim, Grim. All right, so the Grim, Gremlins one is a horror black comedy. Um, Absolutely, it's silly, but it's still more probably it's got some scary. Yeah, as it, it's a it's geared for the younger guys as a as a horror movie. 
A horror movie you know? for kids, yeah. Yeah, I'd say 13. Uh, your your prime time is like 9 to 13 years old. That is a great horror movie for them. You know, same like Poltergeist. The first Poltergeist, mm-hmm. <laughs> incredibly frightening when you're a child, you know. But, but yeah, Gremlins is heartwarming yeah. with, with, with with Gizmo and you got the cute side, you got the fun side, you got the marketing side, so you got the toys and all that other stuff that, that could go along with it, but kind of scary. You get to two and it's parody. It's just like the <laughs> um, Killer Tomatoes we were talking about before. The second movie was just a complete parody of, you know, we're just going to be goofy with this uh, one. Another one that does that to me, we can talk about sequels later on, but we'll give you a taste, is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Completely different from the first one. Which one has Matthew McConaughey and Renelle Zellweger? That's Renee part Zellweger. four, which is the next generation. Okay. But no, you've never seen the part two? No. No. <laughs> I don't watch those movies, man. Oh, man. Those are good practical effects movies, too, though. You know, the Chainsaw Massacre, stuff like yeah. that. Um, even part two, even though, and part two is over the top silly, considering it's funny that you're dealing with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. You know, but it's over the top silly. Uh, like Police Academy? Uh, yeah, Police Academy yeah, meets there's Leatherface. parts. Uh, yeah, there's parts. There's Dennis Hopper uh, is in it. It's it's great. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite. I love the the poster for it. When I was younger, I'd always see the poster for it, and I was like, man, I got to see that movie. What, I, right, what's the poster? Tell me the poster. Uh, the well, if you don't know the characters, you know the character. You know, like, right. but anyway, the poster. So you ever seen the first Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, people drive off the beaten path and end up in a house and get yeah, tortured. Exactly. Okay. So you had Leatherface. Yeah. You had the grandpa. You had the guy that got uh, the hitchhiker who got uh, smushed by the truck at the end of the first one. Okay. Um, and then you had the the butcher. Well, in the poster for the second movie, you've got now Leatherface instead of wearing like an apron and like a woman's fo- face, a woman's face, he's got like a brown, like decaying mask and like a, a tuxedo or a suit. Uh, the butcher's there. Then the guy who got hit by the truck is a puppet on. Chop Top's arm, and Chop Top is Bill Mosley, who is in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects and all those movies. He's a okay. Rob Zombie guy. So he's Chop Top, who was a Vietnam vet during the time. He was in Vietnam during the the uh, first movie. So he comes back, and he's got a steel plate in his head, and it's like, the and it had them like laying. It was just a, it was like a family portrait, and it's like the Saw's family. So funny when I saw that. I was like, <laughs> I got to see that movie. And then you watch the movie, and it is a, it's a funny movie. There's parts of terror into it but you yeah. know it's, it's a funny movie uh it's one of those sequels that kind of like goes way away from where it's supposed to be it does have some great some great effects though some great death scenes okay so and i want to talk about that we just mentioned gremlins with where you kind of forget their puppets uh movies where you don't forget their puppets would be critters and ghoulies yeah. uh they're obviously puppets because they're just so stupid looking but I do have to say, and I, I told you this the other day, and you did not respond. I think Ghoulies Three, Ghoulies Go to College, is the perfect film. <laughs> the heartwarming story of little monster puppets going yeah. to school. You know what? A good, uh, another good practical effects movie, actually series for me, was uh, the Hellraiser series. Are you familiar with Hellraiser? Yeah, I did watch the first one. That wasn't, yeah. wasn't uh, where bad. where the the guy grows from the ground the the bleeding heart from the floor and it becomes like he go and then it becomes like uh like he's just all skinned there's no skin is all muscle and the more he kills people he gets their skin and blah 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 okay so then that's Clyde Barker of course and Clyde Barker well what surprised me about that movie was again you know how we say every fourth horror movie ends up in space like, yeah it was Hellraiser 4 in space has a Spartan space yeah yeah but like uh, <laughs> when I watched Hellraiser it was it was like 
a family living in a house and yeah. going along their normal day and whatever. And I was like, I don't understand where Hellraiser comes into this. And then eventually the it, works puzzle its, box, yeah. it works its way in there somehow. And I'm like, this is very strange. And I don't think Pinhead, he's the bad guy, right? He, yeah. I don't even think he was in the movie that much. He's only in it for like nine minutes total. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And it, but and, uh, yeah, the Cenobites don't show up until the, the very end. Yeah, we're Cinnabites. watching that. My, my wife's like, I want some cereal. That sounds delicious. <laughs> the, the cinnamon bites. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser 2 is also good, but I like Clyde Barker as an author, and then he made this movie. Well, first he made a horrible, terrible movie called Rawhead Rex. Nope. But if you're all about monsters, watch Rawhead Rex, because I love that one too. Uh, is it goofy campy? or is No, it well, it's it's campy, but it's like it's trying to be serious. It's a basic story. A uh, farmer in a field in like Ireland or whatever. Uh, or England somewhere, kicks over ancient rock, re- releasing monster that just destroys everything. Oh, Rawhead rats. Because they didn't mark the rock. Yeah, right? the, you know, the rock's been there for centuries. You always mark the rock that you hide a demon <laughs> under. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, and he's like a, he looks like, a, you know, kind of like a minotaur looking guy. He's a big monster. Oh, that's kind of cool. Big mouth. Just giant mouth eats people. Now uh, you've interested me. Okay. Oh, Rawhead Rex. You should watch it. it. I'm going to check that out. Uh, and then from there you got... Hellraiser, of course. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser two, mm-hmm. three and four, and mm-hmm. Hellraiser, and seven and eight Mc, and nine. Hellraiser, uh, McNuggets and stuff like oh. that. You know, uh, but then uh, <laughs> Nightbreed. You oh yeah, Night- I love Nightbreed. That's man. another one with crazy looking, goofy monsters in a cemetery. Yeah, and Midian. Right? Yeah, it's a but that's that's all practical effect. Are you talking Midian, the guy from uh, not the, the wrestler Phineas Godwin's or <laughs> yeah, Pig? Yeah, yeah, same same. He got that from Nightbreed. Okay. Uh, the tribes of the moon, you know, it's a basic story. Is but that's where I, I said David Cronenberg earlier. He plays Decker, the Doctor Decker killer, that wears the button face. Remember that? Have you not seen Nightbreed? I God, I, man. I watched all of these because I wanted to see. I wanted to see the special effects. Uh, you know what? This just sparked my memory. This is probably why I wanted to see special effects because I. <laughs> God, this is this is embarrassing now. So. <laughs> There was a time when we had cable. Because I like the movie Society. <laughs> no. Don't ever mention it again. I, I like looking at leprechauns on benches. <laughs> I, you son of a... I know. There was a time when we had cable and, and we would just watch mindlessly, before kids, before anything, we'd watch mindless television. There was two shows we ended up watching. We don't know how we started watching them. One of them was Chopped on the Food Network. I love Chopped. Right. Why? I, it's it's Why? intriguing. Because yeah, it's I, intriguing. I feel like myself, I say, I can make something with that, and I couldn't. No. You know what's can't. even better than Chopped? Chopped Jr. Those kids are amazing. And it's like, you watch Chopped, and it's like, you know, does anybody have the salt? And the guy's got like a whole, like a, a seven pounds of salt. He's like, no. And he just no. throws it across the uh, yeah. studio. <laughs> yeah, he hides it. And into then the audience. Chopped Jr. is like, does anybody have salt? And the kids are like, oh, let me let me, let me, me do that for you. And like they're helping each other. It's like, ugh. Like so, you have hope for the youth of today, and Blast but then me. then you start watching Chopped again. And you're like, ah, yeah, hide those uh, shallots, <laughs> knock, knock that pan off the, <laughs> off the oven. Yeah, burn. <laughs> so the other thing that we watched I was on the Sci-Fi Network. It was um, Babylon Five. No, no, keep going. I'm, you want to guess every show? No, it's uh, the one where they uh, were doing makeup. What was that one? Oh, um, the makeup show. Yeah, the makeup show. <laughs> yes, uh, Sci-Fi S- makeup show. Screen peoples. Screen peoples? No, I don't. Uh, God, what is that? Uh, that's like makeup challenges. Isn't it like sci-fi? Uh, <laughs> keep going, keep going. What? Is, what is it called? Uh, the. What? Yeah, what is it called? Screen masters, right? Face off. Face off. There we go. Okay. I want to take his face. 
off. That's a good movie too. Well, this show is better than that movie. <laughs> That's but, a na- well, dude, nothing with with Nick Cage. This is yeah, but this yeah, beat it. This is what got me interested in practical effects. You, I think was, you really want to get crazy though, because Halloween's coming up. Don't start watching the Great Pumpkin Bake Off, whatever it's called, where they they make like the pumpkin carving competition, because you will get hooked immediately if you like face off i don't have cable anymore i got rid of cable because i don't want to be sitting there watching this mindless nonsense. it's probably on netflix you it's a good show it. there was another good show on sci-fi that if you haven't seen it uh it was on for i don't know a month and i caught it uh, it was called collection that one, one five collection intervention oh i saw that one yeah okay i saw part of that one. that was before i was into this nonsense and i was kind of like oh that's cool to see all this stuff i like the uh there was one I think it was on Sci-Fi. It was about uh, weird collectibles or something like that. Oh, oddities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy from Guar was on it. Of course he was. Great, great practical effects at Guar shows, by the way. <laughs> uh, Society like. Uh, <laughs> from what yeah, I hear. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've not uh, seen anything Guar. I just I've you heard never seen anything Guar. My God, man, where you been, dude? I've meant uh, I've heard them mentioned on Beavis and Butthead. That was uh, they're they're the Beavis and Butthead game is the whole. The video game in the Sega Genesis, the whole point is to get Guar tickets. Yeah, but you could never beat that game. I it's beat a, the hell out of it. Get, yeah, right. And you, you see Guar play at the end. It's you're, amazing. You're making stuff up. I no, am not. No one, no no human being has ever Yeah, and game. they play, you can nope. look this up, they nope. play Jack the World at the end of it. All right. Which is a Guar song off of this toilet. You watched a speed run on YouTube. No, I you played it. That game. I played that game. I love that game. Okay. <laughs> it was a good game. It was, it was, a, it was a decent game. Uh you don't get the Guar tickets though in the Super Nintendo version, do you? I don't know. You get a baseball I, bat with a boxing glove on the I, end yeah, of it. Yeah, there's something completely different in the Super Nintendo it's version. It's a completely think, different game. It was a little more of like a platformer. Yeah, they were like the well, Genesis yeah. one was more of a, a role playing. Yeah, run around and puzzles and. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, oh, I was playing Mad Max the other day. That's the best game. It is not. Here's the th- <laughs> here's the problem. Okay. Here's the problem with any open world post apocalyptic post apocalyptic game. I feel that all I am is an errand boy. Yeah. Go here. Go there. Yeah. Go here. Yeah. Go there. That's every so, video game. That's what I video hate games that. are. No, it's not fun anymore. Okay. But when you're driving to run your errands and then some crazy people come out of the out of the badlands. I don't even do errands anymore. I just I just race around and pull doors off and pull people out. That's and, what I'm talking and, about. And, and flip them yes. across everything. You and, drag them around with your harpoon. It's yeah. the best feeling. In the world, it uh, it just oh, actually I like getting with a harpoon, and then nitroing off like a, a cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you know if you could paint just married on your back windshield and just drag bodies behind yeah. it. Yeah, you know, cool. instead of tin cans. Yeah, um, I love that game. And Nightbreed. The, and you, you didn't like the fighting in it, but I, uh, I thought the fighting was really. It good. reminds me a lot of uh, Arkham Asylum. That's what that's what I uh, read that it was yeah. similar to that. It's I the haven't same, played that through. You know, so. click 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 click. It's a lot like Arkham Asylum. But you like dodging moves. I, I thought the fighting in that was a lot. It looked a lot more impactful than um, you know some of these other games where you're barely hitting them with your with the tips of your knuckles and. Yeah, well, it's, it's like what is it? What do you what do you would you call that? Three quarter view, top down view. I mean, when you're running around. I mean, it's up close and, and different angles. It's and over be, the shoulder, and though, right? Because it's it's, like... it's you're you're doing like a rhythm rhythmic. Uh, we'll get to that later, though. We we're, yeah. we're off topic here. Such a good game. I'm, <laughs> agree to disagree. Uh, I, but it was worth my four dollars. I pay for it, so I'll give that's, it that. Uh, yeah. So man, that makes it a great game. I recommend it if you like Man Max. We'll talk about it later. If you like four dollar game. games, if you love four dollar games, Xbox Store, Mad Max. Uh, I was gonna buy Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is still forty, and I said, let me drop a zero. And get the four dollar game, <laughs> uh, so it was good. Um, and it loaded up pretty good too. So it's fun. It's mindless. It's like it loads. Um, 
It takes up space on your hard drive. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. The buttons work. Uh, there's highly some, recommended. Some pixels in there. Uh, another great practical effects movie that we didn't talk about, which is one of my personal favorites. We could probably do a whole show on it. RoboCop. Yes. RoboCop has one of the most brutal. Yeah, that part I didn't. Scenes like. in the beginning. I don't like. That. Uh, it's practical effect extraordinaire. Ugh. Uh, just it's crazy. Uh, Terminator is another good one where he's. When he's in the uh, hotel room and taking his eyeball out, yeah, not so good at the end when he's chasing him with you know just an I skeleton. think that was early CGI. That's why. Well, pre CGI, it was more uh, uh, blue screen and uh, a video toaster. Video toaster. <laughs> I just dated myself there, didn't I? What's a video uh, toaster? You don't remember video toaster? It was, a, no. it was a computer program. Really? Yes, it was a computer program for animation. Uh, it was like on the Amiga, I think. Video toaster. Hmm. You never come on, man. I thought this was your thing. Well, I mean, how, how far apart in age are we? 37 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that where you went in the beginning of the show? Yeah. Did you go out of time and back in the time now? Are you are you a different person in your consciousness? Donnie Darko. Did you just butter, butterfly effect me I here? just uh, <laughs> I just pulled a lost on you. So uh, did, did you? Had you watched it, you would know. Oh, did you pull a Dallas on me? It was all a dream, Bobby Ewing? Maybe. Oh. Or uh, Scuttlebutt. Take, has... take me out with one more uh, practical effects movie that you love. All right. Mac and me. No. <laughs> uh, definitely Mac and me. I love that movie. <laughs> Howard the Duck. One more practical effects movie. I wasn't prepared for one more. What well, did how we... many did you have? I had three, probably. What? You said it was five and five, man. Did you Did you say five? I, I think I said more than five. No. All right. Nightbreed, Hellraiser, Robocop, Scanners, um, The Blob. That's five right there. You're, the you're stuff. Right. The stuff. Well, I said the stuff. Yeah, but you I just was, said you liked the stuff. Yeah, but you were just piggybacking off of my stuff. Uh, Taxi Chainsaw Massacre one and two, and three and four. If you want to get crazy with me, if you want to do the the dosy dough there, um, <laughs> you had Gremlins one and two. Is Big Trouble in Little China practical effects? Yes, yes. The uh, the floating eyeball guy was kind of cool. The um, Th- that was awesome. The, the low hairy, pan, the hairy, the yeah. hairy uh, gorilla, Chinese wild man, guy. beast man, yes. beast man from Master Universe. Yeah. Here's one that's supposed to have great effects that I still have not watched yet. You've never seen The Thing? I have not. That is, I stayed away from it because it does have, it has wonderful effects, but I thought everybody knew that one. Yeah, I, I, I've never watched You've it. You've never watched The Thing. Tell me tell me why I need to watch The Thing. Uh, I can't. Uh, do well, you don't, you... Tell me, see if you can, cha- here's a challenge, see if you can. Kurt Russell. Tell me. Kurt Russell. About The Thing without ruining it for me. Number one, why you need to watch The Thing, why anyone needs to watch The Thing. Antarctica. No. Okay. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That's number one. Okay. Number two. Antarctica. John Carpenter Son movie. Of okay. Number three. Antarctica. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's the thing. Do you, are you familiar at all with the premise of the thing? I know it's an alien. It is an alien. And... Now, the it... thing. It was a remake because it was originally like the thing from another world. Did 19- you ever watch that? 50- the yeah, it's 1950s. It's like a carrot looking guy, flaming carrot. <laughs> Carrot top? Uh, no, the flame. It looks more like the flaming. Have you seen Chairman anyway. of the Board? Yeah, horrible movie. <laughs> okay. Terrible, terrible. Ranks right up there with. Um, he should remake Chairman of the Board. He should star in it again. It's a remake of his original. He movie. should be the chairwoman of the board. Now, have you seen him lately? He looks weird. He's uh he's he's, got... he's roided out, but he's got a lot of makeup on his face. He's strange. He's got eyeliner and. I think, but it's permanent. Arnold Schwarzenegger pets. physique. Yeah, yeah. He's huge. He's huge and frightening. He, yeah. laugh, laugh at my box of tricks or I will I will murder you I will break yeah. you so the thing um, do you like whodunits 
Like, um, do you like mysteries? I, I maybe. Yeah. You'll like the thing because the whole thing of the thing is the thing could be anybody. Yeah. You don't know at any point in time. And it goes around and it could be, you know, you never know who it's going to be. I mean, you figure it out. If you're if you're anywhere decent with horror movies, you're like, ah, it's this guy. So like this. Guy. But it jumps bodies. So like in Ash versus Evil Dead season two, <laughs> Ball yeah. is jumping around between bodies. Ball is the big baddie in season yeah, two. Yeah, he cuts their skin off. It's, uh, yeah. It's not not so much. It's so a, it's more I, cerebral. I loved season two. You're you're what halfway through, so you're not you're not. Yeah, that far I, I, he's in a tuxedo now. Ball is. Yeah, he um, Bill. like I said, season. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. It makes me laugh. Again, I like stuff that makes you laugh. Like, well, then, but you more. don't want to go see the Evil Dead musical, even though it's supposed to make you laugh. They have a splash zone in it. Come on, man. I like a Gallagher show. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And it's gonna be outside. Hmm. So hmm, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Did you say it's a musical? It is a I musical. Can't do that. Did you like Little, Little Shop of Horrors? No. Bull crap. Oh, I like Rick Moranis. Did you like Little Shop of Horrors? Feed me. I did I, like Little Shop of Horrors. You did, Stop. didn't you? Stop it. No, I win. You, you lose. You are not converting. You me. like the Muppets. No, I, There's puppets I, I, and music. Muppets in space. You that was cannot it. Google the only non-musical Muppet movie. Right? I didn't Google it. I knew. Did you it like the, did you like the Muppet it. Babies? I liked it when they weren't singing. They sang every show. Yeah, but I didn't like those parts. So the only parts you liked were like looking at the the nanny's legs. That's the only parts they didn't sing in the Muppet Baby. I liked her her legs. They Did you like Muppets Take Manhattan? No. Bull crap. <laughs> Bull crap. Everybody loves Muppets Take Manhattan. Did you like uh, Muppet Treasure Island? No. No, I was too old for it. But um, I did like Kermit Swamp Years. It's a great movie. Well, it's its origin story. Kermit's origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's young Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Great. <laughs> I want to know how he got with that pig. He could do so much better. I think he lost a bet. <laughs> yeah. No, Muppets uh, in Space was, well, or Muppets from Space. All right, so first of all, I liked Muppet Babies. I liked Nanny's Legs. I liked... Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I liked Little Shop of Horrors. Yes! But I liked, I thought what like would newsies. be a great... Mus- would, musicals. That's a whole podcast. Musicals. My wife and I wanted to do a Megacon costume. We wanted to go to Megacon as Nanny's Legs. And just have, Each of you's a leg? Yes, and they just like reach up to the ceiling of the arena. They're like, you know, 40 feet tall. That'd be a, long, a lot of That'd be a good leg. costume. It'd be a great costume, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very impractical. Only a few people know you. Ah, oh, what is that? They think you were like something else, but... Or like, yeah. uh, you know... Uh, oh, you know what had a good practical effects? Beetlejuice. It did. Beetlejuice had wonderful practical effects. Well, doesn't... Now, now would you... Well... No, what? not lately. I was going to say Tim Burton stuck to practical effects. I mean, the Batman movies. Batman but I movies think, are great. I think he went yeah. CGI lately with like the Chocolate Factory and all that. Dumbo. Dumbo? Yeah, he did Dumbo. What? Tim it, Burton did the, the new Dumbo. There's live a new action. Dumbo? Yeah, like four years ago, Dumbo. What? Yeah, it's live action. Is that the Got... one with uh, Ray, Ray Liotta and Danny Glover? No, Gordon? that's Operation Dumbo Drop. Son of a gun. This one has Danny, uh, Danny DeVito in it. Does he play Dumbo? No, he plays the little the, the ringmaster guy. Dumbo's There's a live-action Dumbo. Yeah, not... and Dumbo's a CGI thing. It's a CGI elephant. Okay. No, I, I did not know anything about this. Did you know that there was a live-action Jungle Book? And Bill Murray is blue? No. He is blue. Wow. Did you know there's a live-action Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Do you, I was gonna say, the girl do you, from uh, Harry Potter. Was do you Harry. live under a rock? I try to. <laughs> but I, you, you get on the internet. I know you're, because like, we're going to post this on the internet, so you have to get on the internet. I have a series of tunnels under the house, like Rambo. In, <laughs> in Rambo 5? Yes. The worst Rambo, the by the way. third best Rambo. No. Yes. Uh, so. I don't know. I, I, it's, yeah, I, I guess 
part three is now taking the uh, the end of it for me. But anyway, I don't know. Okay, I see. I converted <laughs> you. Thank you. You didn't convert me. Uh, still a little shop of horrors lover. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about this musical coming up. But, okay. Uh, if you want to go or not, you can be my date. <laughs> That's why I don't go to musicals, man. That was uncomfortable silence. Well, we, it's like, did you like Rocky Horror Picture Show? Have you ever been to a live no, one of those? I don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. You never been to a live one? Uh, I, I don't know. Mm. I, they used to do it at a local theater here. They I, did. I remember. Yeah, it. And I'd go to it. I, I didn't go to it, but you went to a, it. You, you, stop backtracking. There, you've been to it. You are a fan. I went to the theater. You're a what fan I of musicals. I don't like musicals. Did you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show? I liked the movie. Did you like the TV show? No, I didn't watch it. What? Everybody watched that. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I bet you only liked the musical episode. Is this is this our like last episode? Is no, this no. This, are, this we, are, we, are we breaking apart? up? Are you breaking up? Are we? <laughs> are you breaking up? Are we crumbling? This is crazy. I know. You can't, you can't divide the team. Yeah, but I don't like musicals. And I just... You like Little Shop of Horrors. That's all. I, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, that's a good one. It was, I, a, it was a great. Oh. I, 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 honestly, did that's watch, a good practical effect movie. Did you ever watch Head of the Class? Yes, I love Head of the Class. And then they did an episode where they did Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, and I liked that episode. So that's two musicals, I guess I liked. Yeah, well, and the Muppet Babies, which is three musicals. <laughs> Muppets, Muppets from Space uh, had Pepe trying to <laughs> subliminally convince Gonzo Gonzo that they needed a hot tub. That was it. That's all that mattered. Pepe um, was cool. You, you liked, I, I know you like music though. Yeah. Because uh, you like the Heathcliff uh, theme song. Theme song. <laughs> you know, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I consider that a musical. It's a musical. Do you want to do a wheel of topics real quick? The hat of topics. You want to do a hat of topics? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay. All right, we're shaking up. We're shaking up the hat wheel. Hat of topics tells me. What do we have? Eighties advertising. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Here you're ready. Start me off. Eighties advertising. Eighties. Eighties advertising. What's your favorite eighties advertising? Uh, where's the beef? That's that yeah. was a good one. Was that Wendy's? Uh, was that Wendy's? Yeah, it was Wendy's. It was Wendy's. Yeah. That's um, where the beef was. It was, it was yeah, the beef Wendy's. was at Wendy's. That little Olay was hysterical. I loved Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Now, I think he came out before the 80s, but Kool-Aid Man, I love mascots. That's what I, why I got into advertising, actually. Um, I loved Kool-Aid Man, the Noid. Noid is 90s, I think. Yeah, he was either 90s or, or 89. 89, perhaps. Maybe he snuck in right under that. Yeah. Uh, uh, who had the lips? Was it Twizzlers? Not Twizzlers. Uh, there was a little Tang. Li- tang. Yeah, Tang's the lips. Yeah. Spot. Spot's awesome. Spot from Seven Up or yeah. Sprite. Seven Up, Seven Up, yeah. Seven Up, Sprite, Seven Up, Sprite, Seven, seven up. up. It's the uncola. Uh, uh, Little Caesar, Pizza Pizza. God, yeah, he's good. Um, uh, well, what other? Do you want to talk about Little Caesars for a minute? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, horrible pizza. I recommend it though because it's so good. It's five bucks <laughs> and it's good. Anything that's anything that can fill like a feed a family for five dollars. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> And it doesn't it doesn't ever go bad. You can no, leave it you out can leave it out on your for like three days. Yeah, it gets just, hard. Just pour a little bit of beer on it, and it, it, it reconstitutes, <laughs> and it's yeah. like it smells just like it came out of the oven. Like whoa, it's like you just it, it could be warm beer, it could be cold beer. Just splash a little bit on there, and it's like boom, hot and ready. I'm like, how did that happen, man? So their gimmick used to be because they had gimmicks. Right. It used to be uh, two pizzas for the price of one on a little cardboard sheet inside of a paper bag, like a long paper bag do you remember that yeah yeah it was like it was like and then sides didn't um and then they had baby baby pan pan (laughs) yeah baby baby pan pan yeah you got but didn't uh, didn't pizza hut like try to 
compete with that by making the Bigfoot pizza. Remember that thing? That was pretty cool. The Bigfoot. I love the Bigfoot pizza because Pizza Hut was a superior product. Pizza Hut changed the game when they created stuffed crust. Uh, but you know what? I'm still going to default to $5 pizza. Well, <laughs> you know? they changed the game by introducing stuff for us. I believe they created it or introduced it. Little Caesars also just jumped on it, but they did it as crazy bread as well. So oh, I love crazy cra- bread. Yeah. So there's stuffed crust with the Parmesan garlic on the top, and it was better. Was yeah, like, okay. Hit me with some more 80s advertising that you like. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't get the, I didn't even get to talk about chocolate ravioli from Little Caesars. Oh, let's do it. I've never had it. It was little raviolis made out of white chocolate with chocolate in the middle. Whoa. Awesome. That sounds great. Are they that's, still around? No. That's all no, I have to say, say about this. Well, they had stuffed crazy bread for a while. First yeah. it was stuffed with cheese, then it had pepperoni, then it had cheese and pepperoni. Blew my mind. Well, you remember where uh, Little Caesars now, of course, is like our standalone restaurants. Where was it before in the 80s? Where could you only get it at? Kmart. I don't know. They, they went I only to Kmart saw it in afterwards. Kmart. Really? Yeah, it was standalone before I that. I only saw it in Kmart's. Oh, and then at the Kmart, they had the mini Crazy Reds that looked like and a bag the blue, of fries. They also had the Blue Light Special in Kmart. Remember that? Yes. Like, you'd be walking around the Blue Light Special, and my mother would always be like, oh, let's go. And I was like, in my head, I was like, man, what if somebody sees me in Kmart? I'm in Kmart, blah, blah, blah. And then as an adult, you realize, wait a second. If somebody sees me in Kmart, they're also in Kmart. So it cancels out any bad stuff they can say in school. Yeah. You know, you're, you're both a Kmart other. partner. You know? You're just walking <laughs> past each other in slow motion, yeah, making like, eye contact. Like, are we really doing this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so the Kmart battle. All right, uh, Little Caesars. Back to uh, back to eighties advertising. Yeah, hit me with some more eighties advertising. Oh man. Well, I mean, I think that's I hit... a horrible topic, man. I... But Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie was nineties, wasn't he? Nah. Uh, nah. Are you sure? Yeah, no, he was eighties. Definitely 80s. He was a good, it was a good dog. He's a good dog. He's a good dog. Rude like dog. Rude, rude dog. I rude dog rude is dog. cool. Uh, 80s advertising. Here you go. The entire G.I. Joe cartoon. Yes. <laughs> Not bad. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Every every cartoon, yes. <laughs> Mask. Yeah. Ninja uh, Turtles. Ninja Turtles is a great advertising thing. You know, um, good movie, too. In the 90s. Yes. Uh, cereal. Oh, what, what kind of cereals do we have in the 80s that were... Mind-boggling to me. That's what we need to a whole cereal. We need thing. a cereal show. Yeah, I, forgot, I, I didn't buy that Ghostbuster cereal because I'm not going to eat it, so I didn't buy it. I should have bought it, but I didn't. I've been into collectible toy stores and they have cereal boxes. Yeah, I know. And, and it's some crazy. of them have cereal in them still. Well, and, you don't have yeah. to eat it. Do you watch these people online or, or look at the pictures, Twitter, whatever they do when they open up like Ninja Turtles ravioli from 1988? Yeah, uh, it looks like the tar pits of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a there's a decent podcast. Uh, what is it? Good Mythical Morning. You ever see those guys? Mm-mm. Rhett and Link. They're pretty funny. They do stuff like that. They make. Okay. Uh, they go and they make. Um, <clears throat> uh, they have their little chefs make snacks and stuff that were. Uh, they're gone. Discontinued. Mm. You know, so it's pretty like. Uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, that I'd love to have back, like the McDLT. Remember that one? It came in the. Was um, that the George Costanza one? No, McDLT was. Uh, wasn't it Mac Tonight? I think the Big Moon Face guy, or well, did he, he do the Arch Deluxe? He was just uh, eat dinner at McDonald's because. Yeah, they but want... he brought it, he brought the McDLT in because the McDLT or the. Was, I think it was George, either... We're gonna do some research. It, it might be George, but okay. So it was either McDLT or the Arch Deluxe. They were trying to get adults into McDonald's. And I, it must have been the Mac tonight must have been the Arch Deluxe, but it was like a it was more like a, an adult sandwich. So you know, it's like that really? was the one where it had the lettuce tomato separate. That's the McDLT. It came in a styrofoam uh, and it had two sides to it. Okay, you know, can, can, you know, hence the name 
the McD LT, lettuce and tomato. And if you want to talk about another food that you can leave out for like four four to six weeks. Anything from McDonald's. Yeah. Does or Walmart ice cream. Really? Ice cream sandwiches from Walmart yeah. will, will not melt. They'll get a little soggier, but they will not melt all the way. Oh, that is that is insane. That's bad. It's news. like styrofoam. I got, oh. and they're so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is so tasty. My, I, I don't recommend McDonald's, no. but I wink, wink. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, you, every, if you have a choice between eating at McDonald's or watching Society, I would watch Society. <laughs> okay, uh, while I ate McDonald's. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. I think uh, we can wrap this one up. Hamburger robot. <laughs> but next there time, <laughs> yeah, next time we'll get into some uh, forbidden snacks. In a world. All podcasts are the same. Make sure you follow Hamburger Robot because we're different. <laughs>